As we jump into the All-Star break, my burning question for today's episode is, are the Dallas Stars frauds? That's coming up next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105 Through the Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Please be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. Yes, you heard me correctly. Are the Dallas Stars frauds? Any fool's gold going along with this Stars team? this season please let me know your answer to that question would love to hear your reactions in the comments below we must celebrate Miro Haskinen and Thomas Harley and how fantastic they are paired together Harley with another OT victory the stars never make it easy on themselves but Harley comes through clutch once again and they take the full two points away from the Caps heading into the All-Star break. And we must celebrate Logan Stankoven as well, the first AHL player this season to hit 50 points. So many positives revolving around this Stars team. So, are the Dallas Stars frauds? Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get 200 Dollars in bonus bets if your best bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So the reason I had this epiphany, so to speak, or question pop into my head is I was perusing the statistics, correct? And I was looking around and there was a few numbers that jumped out to me. And I'm thinking, okay. Is this Dallas Stars team as good as at least I think it is? And I don't necessarily lean one way or the other on this question, but I'm going to present some information and try to work you through my thought process on this. So, of course, the Stars are in a very good spot. 66 points on the season. They're 49 games. They're 30-13 in six on the year. They're second place in the Central Division. Colorado, of course, leads the division with 67 points. And Winnipeg, who has a couple of games in hand, is just a point behind the Stars. So there's going to be a lot of flip-flopping in the top three of the Central Division for really the entire <laughs> rest of the season. So th- there's a, a lot of ground to be made up and there's some ground to lose, so to speak. But these were the numbers that kind of jumped out to me because, of course, the characteristics of Stanley Cup champions are usually great goaltending and shutting down opposing offenses. Of course, the Stars this season have one of the best offenses in the NHL. This year alone, They've scored 151 goals. That's third most in the NHL. And of course, they're lighting it up on the scoreboard. At home in the month of January, they're averaging four goals per game. But on the season, 3.69. And that's third best in the National Hockey League, only trailing Vancouver and Colorado. And we've known 
how deadly their offense has been. I even said a few weeks ago, the Stars have been outscoring their problems a lot of the time. And they did that in both of the games leading into the All-Star break. They completely collapsed in the third period late against Washington. I'll give my thoughts on that later on in today's episode, but they had to go to overtime once again, and they got the job done. So we don't have a ton of questions on their offense. Their power play, not as lethal as it was a season ago, but certainly viable. PK's been very consistent this season as well. But, of course, and I've stated this multiple times as well, they really struggle in terms of goaltending this season because they've had a dip in play with Jake Ottinger and then they give up quite a few goals. So this is uh, what kind of caught my eye when I was looking through the top 10 and the National Hockey League. So Vancouver leads the way along with Boston. And then you have Vegas, New York, Carolina, and Edmonton, who's just joined the party recently because they've won 13 in a row. So I was looking at the top 10 goals against average in the National Hockey League this season. And of course, the top 10 teams are littered in the top 10 in goals against average. So maybe there's some correlation to causation there. Uh, the Stars are one of three teams that are within the top 10 in points this season that are outside the top 10 in goals against. They're better than Colorado, and the other team that's just above them is Carolina at 2.94 goals against average. So Colorado is the only other team that's worse than the Stars that are in the top 10. And of course, they've been relying heavily on their offense, of course, Nathan McKinnon, who is lighting up the entire world. And Mika Rantanen is certainly good himself. Look at save percentage because Jake Gottinger, as I stated last Friday, really struggling this season and finding his rhythm. So what do the teams in the top 10 in save percentage look like in terms of their record or or their points this season? Well, once again, they're kind of littered in the top 10 in that category. The Stars are one of the three teams that are outside the top 10 in save percentage that are in the top 10 in points this season. Colorado's worse. Carolina's worse. They're actually the second worst team with an 888 save percentage. (laughs) The Stars are at 901, which is the bottom half of the league. Colorado's actually behind them as well. So the Central Division is a bit interesting when you think of those two numbers because Winnipeg is actually the best in terms of save percentage along with goals against. 2.30 goals against per game, 925 save percentage for the Jets. And we all know about Connor Hellenbuck, and he's one of the elite netminders in the National Hockey League, probably on his way to maybe taking a Vesna Trophy home. Maybe Thatcher Dimko had something to say about it. But the Stars are also in about the bottom half of the league and save percentage. 901 is their number. And, of course, that comes with Ottinger and him – having to kind of work through two injuries, so to speak, from the summer. And then he missed a month not too long ago. Scott Wedgwood did miss some time, but he has played very valiantly. He's been so good. I think Scott Wedgwood is never going to wow you with numbers, but he's going to give your team a chance to win. So that kind of brought me to this conclusion. Our or, or, or question, are the Stars maybe frauds? Are they really not as good? as 
their record says, says so to speak. But I feel like there's there's really two ways to look at it. And I'm always going to lean on the the more lighter uh, of sides, especially for all you everydayers out there that know I, I, I lean to, to being positive. It's pretty impressive what they've done when Jake Ottinger has not been Jake Ottinger, so to speak. I think it's been really impressive. So there's almost two ways to look at it. Like, oh, this is just delaying the inevitable of them getting knocked out in the first round, so to speak. Maybe a few of you have that mindset. Would love to know. Maybe you're still worried about the decor. Of course, I'm one of those. Like, if they don't make a change there, are they really going to do damage in the playoffs? And then the other part is, is I can't believe they won this many games and their defense hasn't been very good. And their goaltending's been really below average. I, I don't even think you can categorize, uh, categorize it as, as average. And they're top 10 in the league in the standings. They're fifth. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're right in the thick of things of the West. So it just kind of brought me to, are the Dallas Stars frauds? I don't necessarily think they are. I wholeheartedly don't. I think if they got into a seven-game series with Winnipeg, I think they would win pretty handedly. Like, yes, goaltending is somewhat a great equalizer and the end-all, be-all in a lot of a lot of games come springtime. But this Stars offense is really lethal. It is really good. And in today's game, offense is king to to to. A, a large degree. It, it's not everything. And uh, I, I, I completely can, can see that, uh, see that perspective, but look at the Colorado's of the world. I think a lot of teams or a lot of people would take Colorado over the stars in a seven game series. I think it'd be really 50, 50 because the stars depth is better. Zach Parise supposed to scare me as a signing. I don't think so. Like, uh, yeah, they got McCarr, who's a beast, and, and Taze, but with the way Harley's playing, that's kind of your Taze. McCarr, you got Haskinen. Those kind of cancel each other out. I think that's a toss-up. Maybe who's the better goaltender in that situation, right? And I, I'll take Jake Ottinger over Georgiev. I, I, I really would, because I think Otter has yet to play his best hockey. I think he's far off. Um, And, and I'm not going to sit here and... and and tell you Otter's just not good, and this is going to be how he is the rest of his career. Like, come on. It's his second full year in the National Hockey League. If he has a down year, he has a down year. Uh, I just feel like he's going to get back to that elite guy that we saw against Calgary, and, and he hasn't been there. He hasn't been very close this year. Maybe the, the beginning of the season was the closest he has been to that. Uh, I, I'm still banking on that. I, I, I really am. So I will, I'd love to hear y- your answer or reaction to that question. How do you feel about this team? Now that we're in the all-star break, we got about five to six days to decompress here and kind of see what we feel or, or think about this Dallas stars team. They're very good. I, I, I yeah, like they're very good. <laughs> I, I don't think there's much argument to that with the way they score their depth. Their offense is just so lethal. And the way Harley and Haskin and now are playing together, it makes this team very, very intriguing. And boy, they're entertaining to watch. Boy, they're entertaining to watch. That doesn't always lead to, to success come playoff time, right? It, it never does. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of variables w- when it 
when the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs roll around. So, you know, time will tell, of course. Yeah, I would love for the Stars to go out and get a defenseman like Tanev. I would love for them to go out and get somebody like Pesci and make this team better on the back end so they can really solidify themselves as a true contender. I don't think it's a Stanley Cup team in this current situation. That's what I'll say. Are they fraud, so to speak, and fool's gold? That may be a bit too harsh, in my opinion. Do I think they're going to win it all with this team the way they're constructed now? I don't think so. I think they're close. I think they may be closer than even I think or the majority of Stars fans think. But I don't know if they can win it. Not with the way this defense is constructed. There's just no way. And we've seen signs of it. We've seen signs of it. And I'm going to touch on that in a bit more. <laughs> uh, and we're going to celebrate Miro Haskinen and Thomas Harley. That may have been a bit negative of a segment. So we're going to just relish in the fact that 4-55 and 55 are the pairing of heaven <laughs> for the the Dallas Stars. I know I talked about this on Friday, but we're going to do it again, okay? We're going to do it again because they're just that awesome. And we'll do it in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy and is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. Kind of like the Dallas Stars. They got a little bit of everything. And eBay Motors has over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. And you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you get your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. So Miro Haskinen and Thomas Harley have huge impacts on the win, not uh, or just a few days ago uh, against the Washington Capitals, Thomas Harley with back-to-back games with the OT winner. Uh, Man, it was glorious to see Harley on the connection once again. Uh, And it just seems like it's uh, a reoccurring theme with him. Now has 11 goals this season. And he scored three OT winners as a defenseman. He's now tied for the uh, lead uh, in that category with Cole Caulfield. Uh, So uh, how about that? Uh, Harley's doing a bit of everything. And uh, I, I retweeted the hockey uh, stat cards uh, on Locked on Stars. Be sure to follow that as well. I put a, a lot of content out there. And Harley and Haskinen had huge game scores once again. Uh, really no shock there. They led the way for Dallas uh, in, in that category uh, once again. And I noted that this is a, a, a rusty Miro Haskinen as well, right? Like Miro had been off for three weeks and he's come back and he's played this well <laughs> and uh, and has had uh, such phenomenal games. And yes, he, he has had some rest. Absolutely. Uh, we, we've seen it. <laughs> he's had a, a couple of turnovers and be like, oh, that wasn't very Miro-like. But when these two are together, man, they just make 
so many things happen. And get a load of this. Expected goals percentage, and this is from moneypuck.com. This features offensive and defensive lines, by the way. So this is everybody. So, of course, you have McDavid along with Hyman and Nugent Hopkins up there at 73.5%. Look at who's right behind them. Hayskin and Harley, they played 136 minutes together now. 70.9% expected goals percentage. An 8.3 expected goals for, which is the highest of all defensive pairings. 3.4 expected goals against. And that's pretty low as well. So they're not only just doing it offensively and creating offense and creating chances for the stars. They're pretty shut down defensively and boy, they're such a beauty to watch in the defensive zone, the way they use each other and support each other up the ice. And it's also really a a great change, a nice change for once where there's two mobile defensemen on one pairing for the stars or either one of them at some point can be a one-man breakout. Like, <laughs> it's just so easy for them. They could just use each other. Okay, hey, your turn. Uh, hey, no, nah, I'm off this time. Like, go ahead. You can you can drive the offense. And it just makes it for such fluid hockey. And the way it's supposed to be played, it's just quick, maybe one to two passes, and it's out of your zone. They're just so fun to watch. And Harley has been such, such an improvement from a season ago, 12 goals now on the season. I think I said 11. So sorry, I need to give him credit. Got 12 goals. He's up to 29 points in his last five games. He has four multi-point nights, had uh, a couple of goals, of course, against Washington. And then the OT winner uh, against Anaheim. Miro has come back, picks up a couple of assists on the, I gets one on the power play and then on the uh, Wyatt Johnston goal to start the scoring. So all things good in that department, the game scores for that game against Washington, Harley at 3.54 highest on the night for the stars. Haskinen behind him at 2.85 Haskinen 24 minutes time on ice Harley at 22. So of course Harley should have been playing the second most minutes on the Dallas Stars. I've been preaching that because Ryan Suter for the first two, three months of the season has been. But of course, once Miro went down, that had to change. Suter was below 20, which is good. Niels Lundqvist has been very solid. He's been playing better and he's playing about 19 minutes a game, which is good news. He's really improved, especially when Miro went down. That was a huge silver lining. And also, I want to say this as well. Maybe it was a blessing in disguise that Miro got hurt to some degree. And I hate saying that. I really do. I, I hate saying that. But it forced him to rest, and it forced the stars to rest him. (laughs) and and I hate saying that I don't want anybody to be injured okay like I I feel terrible for even saying that but he had been playing a ton of hockey and I think a lot of nights you could tell it was just really hard for him to be a hundred percent constantly or maybe just fresh so to speak and it's an 82 game season nobody's fresh okay nobody's fresh but the amount of time he was playing uh, and the amount of impactful minutes I think him just coming back, he just looks fresh. He looks fresh, right? He just looks rejuvenated. And this is just the eye test, but it's like, oh, he's got to step again because 
on on most nights he has it um but every once in a while he would have a little extra juice on a night you could tell oh okay like he's feeling it here this evening and then others he wasn't so to speak he was a bit more laid off so um kind of thing he just looks fresh he got a spring in his step so that's why i'm saying this is maybe a blessing in disguise like he's so fresh and now you get to playing with Harley, uh, and they're just so dominant. It's uh, it, it it it's huge. It's huge for the stars moving forward. Um, and it was uh, a lot of fun to watch Harley and Haskinen and the last two games leading up to the All Star break. But once again, the stars need to find a way to close games. I feel like I come back to this every single time. You're leading with less than four minutes. I don't care. You gave up a power play. I really don't. You got to kill that. Yeah, it was a timely penalty, but you got to buckle down. You have to beat teams. A Washington team that was on a four-game road trip, they were 0 for 3, couldn't score a lick, weren't even sniffing points in that road trip, and you give it too late? And it's the same thing against Anaheim? Like, you can't close out Anaheim? The Ducks? You can't close out the Caps? Like. really (laughs) at some point you just gotta put the hammer down and look they won they won right yes they took all four points I'm super happy about that don't get me wrong but come on (laughs) do yourself a favor you gotta you gotta close out these teams and uh I'm gonna say it all the time like I'm, I'm gonna keep bringing it up until it changes to some degree um and look, I get it if it's teams like Colorado or Boston. Those are those are tough teams. But Anaheim, the Ducks, the Caps, you let Ovi score. He hasn't been able to score this season. You let him score. Uh, man, uh, that was too easy for Ovi, by the way. Way too easy with Ottinger screened. So, um, yeah, it's just it, that can be a bit frustrating. But the main point of this entire segment was Haskin and Harley and how phenomenal they are. Okay. So we can always go back to that, but uh, I had to kind of give my thoughts on that because man, just seems like every time it's like, Oh yeah, we're up four to two, less than 10 minutes to go. Chalk it up as a win. (laughs) Uh, No, it's uh, it's certainly not the stars and uh, their fans are getting everything. They're getting their money's worth every time you go to a game at the AAC. So maybe it's good. Um, for all stars fans out there, and I'm happy, right? I'm a star fan. I'm, I'm I'm stoked about it. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to the Texas Stars. Let's move on to the Texas Stars. Let's talk about those wonderful prospects and Logan Stankoven, who should be up in a Stars uniform very, very soon. We'll touch on Stankoven in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by FanDuel. The big game is set. Stars fans, happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super, super bets. Absolutely, it is. The San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I should look at the line uh, to see what the opening line is between these two teams. I would think Kansas City may have a slight edge. I don't know. But what a comeback by San Francisco yesterday. 
Kansas City does it once again. They're back in the Super Bowl. By the way, I'm rocking with Mahomes. I'm a Texas boy. I, I rock with the Texas guys. It's funny now because Kansas City is like not a favorite. Everybody wanted them to lose yesterday. Uh, I think Taylor Swift may have had something to do with that, but also it's kind of the Patriots effect where it's like, come on, you can't be good for this year. We don't like you, even though we liked you at the beginning. I- I'm rocking with Mahomes, all right? Sorry about it, uh, but I absolutely am. Anyways, FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with the W or two or three. Go ahead and get the FanDuel app. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored. You got coin toss, over-unders on the national anthem and all that good stuff. So new customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So just visit FanDuel.com slash on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook of the NFL. Be sure to check out Locked On Sports today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Be sure to subscribe. Covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts on Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Be sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell here on Locked On Stars. Always appreciate the love and support. Never miss an episode. Shout out to all you everydayers out there that are rocking along with me every single day. Follow me on the Twitter thing at JoeyTheJit19. And as I said before, follow on Locked On Stars on Twitter as well. So a lot of fun. A lot of fun into the All-Star break. Jake Ottinger representing the Dallas Stars in Toronto. Still have a, a few more days before that. So we just have some time to, to talk things over. And um, and yeah, just uh you know, kind of enjoy the break, right? Why not enjoy the few days off? Somebody that uh, has not gotten to the break just quite yet is Logan Stan Coven. He's the first player in the AHL this season to reach the 50-point mark. Through 39 games, he has 20 goals and 30 assists. He's a plus five, and uh, he just continues to light up the AHL. Him and Maverick Borkman, the entire AHL has to be sick of those two. (laughs) They are lighting everybody else up like a a Christmas tree. He's currently on a four-game point streak, has a couple of goals in his last few games, actually has four in his last five. And uh, if you were scrolling across Twitter on your timeline not too long ago, you saw he scored that OT winner uh, and uh, someone cheap shot at him after the uh, after he scored to end the game. Someone like came up really late, like laid a cheap shot on him. And he's a smaller dude, but look, he got right back on his rails and he went over to him and he thought about it. And he, he had some teammates that were smart to come get in his way. And then he just started living it up and celebrating like, you know, what? I, I won the game. So who cares about that guy? <laughs> and it was uh, it was a, a really a really cool clip. And uh, it, it was just, it was funny because you know, too, the guy on, uh, I believe it was the Tucson Roadrunners was just like, I've had enough of this guy just running around, scoring goals constantly and uh, providing heartbreak uh, for me. And uh, Stan Coven was able to uh, bury the OT winner. So congratulations to him being the uh, first player in the American Hockey League to hit 50 points this season. Maverick Bork will probably be second. <laughs> he's right behind him. Uh, he's got uh, 47 points. So uh, kind of same old, same old for those two. Uh, I feel like every time I give an update, 
I can't really talk about anybody else. I, I really can't. They're just, they're always so remarkable with what they're doing. Bork's at 47 points uh, through 39 games, and they're both heading to the All-Star game along with Matei Blumel. Uh, their All-Star game is on the 4th and 5th, and uh, it's in uh, California, uh, San Jose, I believe. So uh, very, very good representation for the Texas Stars and a very good representation for the Dallas Stars in the All-Star game. So a lot of fun there. So thought I would uh, talk about Stan Coven and Stanky. I think that's like going to be his kind of nickname, his nickname. So I put Stanky there uh, on the on the, uh, on the the rundown. Anyways, that's all I got for today of Locked on Stars. I hope you're having a wonderful Monday. I hope you're enjoying this break. I'm kind of excited for it. Just kind of relax, take everything in, not have to worry uh, about the stars for a few days. And then after a few days, I'm like, okay, when's the games rolling around? Like probably tomorrow I'll be saying that. I'm ready for the action to, to come back because uh, a playoff position is uh, is on a foot, in a foot. And I uh, got the trade deadline first week of March. So that's about a month away. Plenty to be excited about revolving around the Dallas Stars. So be sure to like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Never miss an episode of Locked On Stars. I want to thank everybody for listening. I've had so much fun uh, doing this podcast since I took over in, what was it, like August or September? I, I can't really remember, but uh, I've really had a lot of fun. Everybody's been uh, so great, too. Just everybody's been so great um, and, and commenting every day and being engaging. So. I've been having a ton of fun. I hope that comes through the screen or the microphone into your ears and uh, you can be entertained um, and uh, take things seriously, but also not too seriously at the same time, because uh, yeah, that's how I like to do it. Right. At the end of the day, hockey's uh, it's more than a game, but it's a game and it's just a heck of a lot of fun, heck of a lot of fun. And the stars, are oh, man, they're so entertaining this season. You can, uh, they're, they're definitely a lot more uh, entertaining than they probably were about four years ago. <laughs> so uh, uh, never, never going to be uh, upset about that. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, Stars fans. And of course, we'll see you tomorrow. So long.